Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Monday, November 13th. Welcome to a new week, 528 a.m. Central Time. Grain markets are mixed this morning. December corn futures up a half cent at 464 and a half. January soybeans up six and a half at 1354. December Chicago wheat down five at 570 and a quarter. December Kansas City wheat down five and three quarters at 634 and a quarter. December spring wheat down three and three quarters at 726 and three quarters. Let's start off with Brazil, which is going to be a big story here the next couple of months, one way or the other. Dry conditions in Brazil have delayed soybean planting by up to 30 days. The unfavorable conditions are even forcing some farmers to replant their soybean crops. As of last week, Brazilian farmers had planted 61.3% of this year's soybean crop, according to Brazilian consult consulting group Patria. Last year at this time, 73.4% of the crop was planted. Brazil's second corn crop could suffer as a result of the planting delay. So you've got two stories in Brazil. You've got the far southern areas that have been too wet, and then you've got your central and northern areas that have been far too dry. The forecast for the next, call it six days through next Sunday, is really dry for a lot of these central and northern areas that are having problems, and then really wet again for the southern areas that have been too wet. So we've got another five or six days here of less than ideal conditions in Brazil. Um, I, I circled the soybean areas and I threw the map side by side just so you, so you guys don't hate on my uh, drawing this morning. But um, when you go to the extended forecast, you go out 10 days, there's a bunch of rain in the forecast. And um, I think whether or not these rains materialize will be a big deal. The Euro model, the GFS, both kind of in agreement here this morning that yeah, we're gonna be dry and hot still for five or six days, but then call it Sunday, Monday, Tuesday next week, you're gonna see rains return, which would be very much welcome. If these rains fail to hit, if this forecast is wrong, I think that would be a bullish deal in regard to the market, but that's how it looks here this morning. So they've got some problems. There's uh, planting delays, there's replants, there's some messy stuff going on, but it's early. And that's why the market's not reacting to this so much. If this was six weeks from now, I think it would be a much bigger deal. But um, next week and, and these rains that are in the forecast, I think whether they hit or miss will be a big deal. So grain deliveries to Ukrainian Black Sea ports have increased. The use of the use of rail cars to deliver grain to Black Sea ports in the Odessa region for export export is on the rise. Last week, rail car usage rose by 26% compared to the previous week, and the week before saw a 50% surge. The increase is attributed to the success of the alternative Black Sea corridor, which was established after Russia exited the Black Sea grain deal. The corridor suffered a Russian attack on a civilian vessel last week, but continues to be operational. So we had a one-day rally on that Russian attack on this civilian vessel, which was, was it headed for China or or from China one way or the Correct. other? It was headed for China with iron ore. Okay. So we had a one-day rally in wheat futures on that, and now we've reverted back lower. Uh, fact of the matter is that Russia continues to undercut the United States when it comes to wheat and export pricing, particularly for uh, the HRW type variety. We've actually done some decent SRW business, but the uh, big lag in HRW business is our problem. So Ukraine is not apparently overly concerned about these uh, the one Russian attack that we had last week, and they're shipping uh, more grain via rail to Odessa. So I guess uh, a non-story to bearish story. I'd probably call it more of a non-story than anything. 
So if you guys are not already subscribed to our premium content, you need to check it out. Every day is a good day to be a subscriber, but report day is especially good. So Joe, can you tell me about some videos we put together last week? Report day is a great day to be a subscriber. Um, I believe it was a report Thursday last week. It was Thursday. We yes. had our USDA snapshot video. So uh, if you're a premium sub, within usually within 60 seconds of the release, you get a text message with the uh, headline items. In this case, it was the yield numbers. And then within 15 or 20 minutes, I have a very quick uh, USDA snapshot video out. On Friday last week, we did social media circus, lots of hate on USDA again. This is where we kind of comb through our favorite social media comments. This is more of a lighter video that we do on Fridays. Help to support independent media, guys. Remember, what we do on the podcast here, what we do on YouTube, this is uh, brought to you by you, the premium subscribers. So if you're not a premium sub, you should check it out. Guys, we don't do sponsors. There's no seed company backing us. There's no bank backing us. There's no brokerage firm or, uh, well, I run a little brokerage firm, but there's no there's no big money behind this, guys. This is all sponsored by you guys and the premium subs. So uh, check this out today. $50 per month. Cancel at any time. No other fee. No other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else. Um, Check it out this morning, guys. I will send you over a whole bunch of stuff. Last week, Moody's Investor Service announced it was revising the outlook on the U.S. government's ratings to negative. The revised outlook was based on increasing downside risks to the country's fiscal stability. Moody's anticipates declining debt affordability and continued high fiscal deficits. The agency also affirmed AAA ratings for senior unsecured debt and long-term issuers. Earlier this year, Fitch ratings downgraded the U.S. to AA+. You got three big ratings agencies, and I don't know if the ratings matter or not. Um, you guys have all seen the big short where they go to the ratings agency office and it's like all bullshit. Well, maybe this is the same thing. But in any case, um, S&P, which is one of the ratings agencies, they dropped the credit rating down to AA+. Uh, in 2011, that was a long time ago. Uh, Fitch is at double A plus and Moody's still a triple A. Uh, if you read some of the uh, reasoning here or some of the logic behind this, given higher interest rates and without effective measures to reduce government spending or increase revenues, the agency said it, it expects fiscal deficits will remain very large and debt affordability would be significantly weakened. I remember a time not that long ago. I'm not even old or that old yet. I remember when politicians used to talk about fiscal responsibility and now they don't. Neither party. Nobody does. It's just like there's no there, there's there's no going back now. The money printer has been going for far too long and uh, nobody even discusses it, which is uh, absolutely terrifying. Uh, President Joe Biden and Chinese leader Xi Jinping will meet on Wednesday. The meeting will take place during the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Summit in, in San Francisco. Biden and Xi haven't spoken since their last encounter at the G20 Summit in 2022. This will be Xi's first trip to the U.S. in six years. The meeting is intended to stabilize ties between the two countries. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to see stabilized ties or not, but there are... Um there is some talk regarding additional Chinese purchases of U.S. soybeans. Maybe there was some already already some business done, and you could see some flash sales reported again as early as today or tomorrow. So I would not be surprised to see that. Maybe that's maybe that's why the bean market's a little bit higher this morning. I don't know. We did see the big flash sales last week, and that actually kind of coincided with a peak in the market. This January soybean contract is about thirty cents from where it peaked uh, last week. Bitcoin prices have rallied on expectations of regulatory approval. Over the past four weeks, Bitcoin has increased nearly 40%. The cryptocurrency closed at $37,465 on Friday, just shy of an 18-month high of $38,000. 
Investors expect a spot Bitcoin ETF to receive regulatory approval as soon as January 10th. Cryptocurrencies have gained strength with stocks rising and bond yields declining. Experts predict that Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies will hit new all-time highs within the next year. I don't know about these experts, but listen to this. You have 12 companies, I believe, that are in the, the running for this spot Bitcoin ETF. And if there is a spot Bitcoin ETF, that means that they're going to have to hold actual Bitcoin. They can't own futures or anything else. They've got to own actual Bitcoin. We're talking BlackRock, VanEck, WisdomTree, Invesco, Fidelity, and Franklin Templeton um, among the names here. BlackRock seems to have the highest traction from investors. They have $8.5 trillion with a T in assets under management. Analysts believe that BlackRock approval could bring up to $200 billion with a B to Bitcoin. Uh, Bitcoin's market cap as of this morning is $722 billion, and they think that BlackRock alone could bring $200 uh, billion into the market. I know everybody hates Bitcoin. I get it. I get why everybody hates it. Um, look at yourself in the mirror. Do you hate Bitcoin because you missed it? Because you hated it for the last 15 years? Is is that why you hate it? Um, I don't know. I, I think that this there's some parallels here to uh, like grain marketing. We did uh, social media circus on Friday and everybody hates USDA. Do you hate USDA or do you hate yourself because you didn't sell the rally over the summer? Um, do you hate Bitcoin or are you mad at yourself because you missed it? And everybody missed it. When Bitcoin started, it was following the... Uh, the great financial crisis back in 2008, 2009. I was working in Chicago at the time, all these great financial minds everywhere. Everybody hated the damn thing and everybody missed it. I think that's part of the reason everybody hates this thing so much. So like, you got to look at yourself in the mirror. Do you hate it because you missed it or do you actually hate it? Um, this is one thing that's super interesting. This is a guy I follow on Twitter, Plan B, and he's very uh, popular among the Bitcoiners. And he runs this, uh, what he calls a stocks to flow model. And uh, his model has, uh, I guess, generally worked out. He was kind of outside his parameters for a little while as of late. But he's got a target of, I think, like 100000 in Bitcoin by, I don't know, 2025. And then a long range target of a million dollars. Take that for what it's worth. No trade wrecks here, guys. Just some uh, food for thought. And that's a good follow on Twitter if you guys are looking for some Bitcoin information. And, and good Bitcoin information is hard to come by. Uh, what did cattle do last week? Uh, so cattle futures were able to able to stabilize on Friday after a week of massive losses. Feeder cattle futures closed an average of a buck fifty higher on Friday, but week over week uh, they were an average of thirteen dollars and thirteen cents lower. Live cattle futures closed narrowly mixed on Friday. Week over week they were an average of nine forty eight lower. Cash cattle trade was also lower last week. Up here in the north we saw trade between one eighty to one eighty one, which was about four dollars lower. In the south we saw trade at 180 to 181 and that was also four to five dollars lower choice box beef closed friday at three hundred dollars and 46 cents that was down a buck 88 for the week select box beef closed friday at 267.42 that was down four dollars and 59 cents for the week outside markets this morning guys u.s dollars about flat stocks are off just a little bit bonds are about flat Precious metals mixed. Crude oil is up 20 cents at 77.37 in the December WTI. Pretty quiet. Have a great day today, guys. Have a great week. We'll talk to you on Tuesday.